Hi, it's the Milkman, John Milky. You can catch me weekday mornings at 9 a.m. on BlastTheRadio.com. Now, let me just say this about that. Milkman! Yeah! Keep those bottles quiet. Ah, starting off with some swinger music. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's Friday. I make no guarantees about anything remaining quiet. I'm in a good mood. Consider yourself warned. Yes, I'm I'm in a good mood today. I know, it's unusual. Grumpy Milky is in a good mood. <laughs> Watch out, world. Ah, uh, what's going on in the world? You know what? The one thing that caught my eye today, it's it's an instant exclamation, you know, like exclamation point, question point, uh, asterisk, squiggly numbers. Like, what the hell? Our LRT system, which has not been running now for 31 days. That's right. We are a capital city, a G8 nation, one of the richest countries in the world, <laughs> with a transit system that hasn't worked for 31 days. 31? That's a month. Like, I need to point that out. It's a month. Oops. Sorry. Judicial inquiry? No, 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 no. How dare you ask such a thing? I cut your microphone off. Ha ha. Judicial inquiry. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Now comes word this morning. Yeah. They're saying, well, we need to come clean. Say the people who look after our LRT for us and are building it for us. Yeah, we we think maybe we need to be a little more diligent in our supervision of the maintenance going on. Oh, do you know? This this is what <laughs> this is what we have determined after a month of zero train service. We don't have enough. Like okay, it's not. It's not so bad right now because the public service, by and large, is working from home. We are not in the same situation, commute-wise, as we were a year and a half, two years ago. Can you imagine if we were? Like a month without the LRT? Yeah, we should probably be paying a little closer attention to uh, the maintenance and 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 what's what's going on, you know. <laughs> uh, that's on par with those assholes I encounter at the dog park. Yeah, I should probably pay a little more attention to my dog. I'm sorry that he pooped in the middle of the pathway there. I was, I was on my phone. <laughs> That's the only thing really that's biting me in the butt. Uh, Lowell Green update. Uh, he has, um, well, first off, uh, he has successfully pooped. <laughs> These are the things I am now privy to. <laughs> boy, Lowell. I mean, you laugh, but, you know, if you've been in the hospital, that's kind of a big deal. <laughs> Yes, I did that. 
Uh, he's still in hospital. He's feisty as ever. Uh, he called. I, I got to be on the phone with him for a little bit yesterday. It was fantastic. Um, sounds good. Sounds tired, naturally, but sounds good. Uh, he was worried about how to be able to watch the sends on his tablet. And could I walk him through that over the phone? Oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway, I thought I had it figured out. Oh, yeah, I, I, I watch the games on TSN. I watch stuff on TSN all the time on my tablet. Awesome. So you know how to open that app. Yes. Okay, great. Same thing applies there that, that applies at home. Okay, great. And then I got a note from his daughter last night. Yeah, no, he can't see the game. Oh. Damn it. Oh. So I want to pop by at some point on the weekend. And uh, I'll get that squared away for Lowell. Uh, he's figuring out Messenger, by the way. Yesterday, <laughs> so yesterday on our great gift card giveaway, we gave away 50 bucks at Canadian Tire. Congratulations again to Kelly. And, of course, I post that on Facebook. Every person's, hey, Kelly, way to go. Congratulations. That's awesome. Lowell. John, how do I get rid of rude people on Messenger? <laughs> 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 no, doesn't send that to me via messenger. Doesn't generate a new post. Post that in a, in a, in a contest winner posting. I'd, anyway, however, it works. Uh, so, yes, he, he's fumbling around with messenger a little bit. Um, discovering uh, just how brave people are. You know, that they, they, they won't put it, put it on his timeline. Oh, no, 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 no. But kick a guy when he's down and send him atrocious Direct messages on Messenger. Come on. I thought about this this morning. I was like, you know, I shouldn't, I, I, I should not be surprised. Like, I, I could do a whole rant on Facebook about, can you believe people are so rude that they, that they would turn around and 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 send messages of this sort to a man, an 85-year-old man who's in the hospital. Of course, we all believe that. We see it every day. It does it doesn't surprise us anymore. That's that's how frequent this has become. I mean, we we got like look look south of the border. There's an entire country half of whom Support a man who was president, who would like to be president again, who cannot even say something nice about the death of Colin Powell without making it about him, who literally spits and pisses on the graves of some of the biggest political and military leaders in the country he once ran and wants to run again. I mean, this, this is where we're at. And he's supported by about half the population. So the people are, look, I get, you, I bite my tongue a lot. I, I, I cannot imagine. And, and look, Lowell knows. Lowell knows who he is. He knows how people react to him. I only get a sense of it 
because of what happens in my own inbox. If you're not willing to, like seriously, if you're not willing to post it publicly with your name beside it, then you're a pussy. You are. You are. By the way, Donald, speaking of Donald, (laughs) God. All right, so he's been banned from Facebook. He's been banned from Twitter. Of course, he's got, I was going to say he's got all the money in the world, but I'm not so sure that he does. I think that's part of his problem. I think he's putting on a good show, and people buy into that show. I don't think he's got nearly the the dollars that we think he does. But he's certainly got enough people around him willing to lend him or give him money or support him. He's well-connected. So, okay, fine. Facebook doesn't want me to be part of Facebook. Twitter doesn't want me to be part of Twitter. I'll start my own social media thing. Which I've thought about doing, too, because Facebook, frankly, is overstepping on their community standards a little bit. Uh, But, yes, Donald is apparently set to launch uh, a social media platform called Truth. (laughs) Now, I haven't seen the logo for it yet, but I'm guessing it's white. Like, really, 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 really white. Uh, his platform, by the way, is going to be very different than Facebook. Uh, instead of going to Facebook jail, if you violate community standards on his platform, uh, you'll just get a pardon. <laughs> yes, I said truth. His social media network is going to be called truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, on his social media network, if you ever get locked out of your account, no problem. You can gain access just by putting on a Viking helmet and storming it with your friends. On Donald Trump's new social media network, if you are only showing 4,999 friends, you get a recount. And then another recount. And yet another one. Until you're satisfied that you have the mostest friends ever. Donald Trump's truth social media network. Platform will only work sporadically. Most days, it will be golfing. <laughs> oh, yes. Also, on, on, on the Donald's new social media platform, the minute you poke someone, it will instantly require them to fill out a non-disclosure agreement. Oh, yes. And also on this platform, uh, when you share something, nobody sees it except Russia and North Korea. So. Look forward to that. Uh, I mean, just we're there. We're at this place where, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I experienced this yesterday and I try, I know the minute you post anything to do with COVID, anything, it's going to be contentious. Even if it's just something as simple as, and I, I didn't even pick a side. I simply posted the news item that James posted yesterday. 300 workers within the Ottawa hospital, which is the Civic, the General, and the Riverside. 300 workers within those hospitals have been suspended without pay because they're not fully vaccinated. (laughs) 
That's all I put. There's zero judgment there. None. I am vaccinated. I believe it's the right thing to do. I accept that there are people who don't see that. I don't get it. But, okay. I'm not going to fight you. But, oh, I've been called an asshole. Oh, the names I was called for choosing that side. First off, <laughs> oh, and, and, and I love the people who chime in. Well, if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about the science. Yes, with all due respect to custodians, the janitor at the hospital has been suspended without pay. I'm going to follow the janitor's science. It didn't say doctors and nurses, although I'm sure there are some amongst those 300. But I don't know if you know this. There are more than just doctors and nurses employed at the hospital. There are people who cook food. There are people who do the laundry. There are people who clean. There are electricians. There are audiovisual people. There are orderlies. And on and on and on and on. I'm not. Oh, yeah. If that doesn't tell you all you need to know about the science and what they know and you don't. Posted, of course, by someone, and I'm not even going to name them. Someone I, 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 you know, ordinarily outside of this, <laughs> outside of this entire realm, this is someone who I, I actually really get along with and really enjoy. But right now, I'm, I'm, I, I this person in a similar situation to me, former radio guy, uh, was doing a very noble podcast uh, nightly, a podcast I was on about mental health. I had guested on that a couple of times. Friends of mine had guested on that a couple of times. And just as Lowell has said on his show, it is amazing how people latch on to that yelling and screaming side of, I'm going to call it anti-vax. If you are not for, and look, if you are someone who is immune compromised and you've got medical reasons for not having the vaccine, I'm not calling you an anti-vaxxer. Let's just be clear about that. I get it. But if you are not for the vaccine, you are against the vaccine. You are anti-vaccine. Not slamming you. It's a fact. I'm anti-homophobia. Okay. There. You can be anti-something. That's okay. Again, I don't agree with you, but that's okay. We don't have to agree on everything. But this former radio person with a, a very noble podcast was doing okay. Was on nightly, having conversations. Is very anti-vax. And is leading a very loud crowd on the whole anti-vax thing. And suddenly has changed his, hasn't done a mental health podcast in over a year now. Has abandoned that completely because, well, the anti-vax thing means that he's no longer getting hmm, 
100, 200 views of his videos. Now he's getting three, four, five thousand views. Now he's getting big time contributions. Now he's getting sponsors and banners because his clicks are up and his audience is up. Imagine. I, I, I'm not saying he doesn't believe what he's spouting. But. Come on. There's a hell of a lot more money to be made by picking that side and being a visible leader of that. I'm just saying. So when you come on my page and you start spouting that stuff, you're recruiting, you're hoping to find the the, the remaining anti-vax people on my page to follow yours, to build your brand. I get it, dude. I get it sleazy but radio is not above guerrilla marketing so there's that but yeah I mean I could very easily I could very easily turn around and whether I believe it or not just start being very anti-vax and anti-government and yelling and screaming and the audience I already have oh I could be I oh my god if it was about them if it was only about the money for me the money I could be making right now by taking that side. So I got a taste of that yesterday. And these people just pile on. And and again, it's like, guys, all I said, all I said, 300 workers at the Ottawa hospital Suspended without pay for not being fully vaccinated. There's no judgment in that comment at all. None. It's a fact. And I posted it because mm, I believe in keeping my audience informed. Your taxes and my taxes are what pay for the hospital. We have a right to know what the hospital is up to. Just like we have a right to know what our city government what our provincial government, what our federal government are up to. Far too many of us are not paying any attention. We know more about the Donald than we do about the Justin. It's outrageous. And then you sit there and you wonder why gas is at $1.48. Well, how'd that happen? All the talk about inflation. No, I don't want to hear about inflation. It's just depressing. Um, you better pay attention because it's costing you a ton of money right now. And it's going to cost you more. Typically, inflation goes up maybe a percent, maybe 2%. 4.4%. 4. It, it, twice. Can I tell you, I had steak for dinner last night. I have seen the price of beef. And if you don't understand why beef has gotten so expensive, you need to step back and pay a little attention to what's going on around you. And I've been ignorant of economics for a long time. But all of a sudden, like, does it not seem weird to you that all of a sudden in your grocery flyer, you're seeing beef product of Mexico? Uh, what? 
I'm 52 years old. It's only the last couple of months that I've ever, ever heard conversations about Mexican beef. What? Do we not have cows in Canada? Yeah, we do. But guess what? Because of the cost of doing business in Canada, because things have been, (laughs) things are so inflated and going up and up and up, it costs more to get beef to the consumer. The farmer's supposed to eat that? That that difference in cost? Hell no. They're struggling to survive as it is. So, yeah. So, I had a steak last night. It's amazing. Apparently, it's been in the freezer (laughs) since before beef went crazy. But I sat, I felt like, I felt like a king last night. I gassed up the truck. (laughs) Quote, unquote. I gassed up the truck. I put... I put 50 bucks in gas into the truck. It it barely passed the quarter tank full mark. But hey, there's gas in the vehicle. And I had a steak. Oh my God. Sploosh. <laughs> Seriously felt like a king. Uh, oh yes, and I also, oh, oh, I restocked my supply of Pink Whitney. Damn. That was an expensive day yesterday. Oh, can we just, can we just turn down the temperature in what we're doing? You're attacking an 85 year old man who has had heart surgery, who has now broken his hip. Just, just back off. Just back off there's no need for that there's nothing to be gained by that i don't understand why i understand that it happens and i understand it happens a lot i understand that like i said earlier about 50 percent of the population right now seems to be on that side of attack 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 i I, I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know what's fueling this. I understand anxiety. I understand the fear of the unknown and the situation we're in. And I, 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 I so understand how that affects one's psyche and the behaviors around it. Maybe, maybe I'm answering my own question when I say that. I don't know. But it is astonishing to sit back and really look at it and just go, and, and maybe more of us need to do that. Just just step back, take a look at it, and just go, ooh, who have I become here? Why, why am I okay with that? I scream and yell about canceling this and canceling that and yada, 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 and I sit here and I talk about freedom of speech. But the minute Dave Chappelle exercises his freedom of speech, cancel Dave Chappelle. Cancel this. Cancel that. Can't. How about canceling some of you who attack a man who has raised God knows how much money 
for charities in this city, including, by the way, the hospitals. Oh, how about, you know, laying off a guy who's so passionate about bettering the community he's in, he founded the Big Brothers of Ottawa. How about a guy who didn't like what he was seeing in the media and felt that it needed another voice, another point of view, to give you and I a balance? Put his own money into starting up a newspaper because he believed so strongly in that. It's now become the Ottawa Sun. But how about you lay off? Someone like that for a while. Forget that he hung up the phone on you 20 years ago on CFRA. This is someone's husband, someone's father, someone's grandfather, a contributor, a builder. The city you live in is richer because of someone like that. You don't have to agree with him. Of course not. Hell, I don't even agree with them half the time. <laughs> but I'm listening and formulating my own opinions. And here I am every morning, apparently, all of a sudden starting this show with some unscripted rant. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, if you listen to the show, you know I've been frustrated. You know, like, how, how do I grow this thing? How do I grow this? I know what I've got here. This is a fantastic outlet. Look at the people who supported this. MC Mario does a show here. Crystal Waters does a show here. Brian Kelly. J.J. Johnson. For those who don't know, J.J. Johnson is probably one of the biggest names in radio. Or was. Yeah, he, he was on the air. But, I mean, he was the head of programming for Standard Broadcasting, who... Uh, for years and years and years, there was probably, there was Chum, there was Rogers, and there was Standard. Standard was probably like the third player when it came to big, privately owned radio companies. The Bear. Remember The Bear? Yeah, he was behind that. Just a genius business mind and a great mentor to me and to many. J.J. is my business coach. J.J. is why I am still functioning. He is a huge part of my mental health journey and my progress through it and my self-management and learning about, you know. He, he saw what I was doing and said, oh, he lives down around Belleville, and he says, Hallie, I, I see what you're doing. I love what you're doing. You got a million things going on. He says, what I see is someone who's skating all over the ice. He says, I want to be that person who helps you get more pucks in the net. Stepped up, wanted to be part of this thing I'm building. But how do I make this grow? And that's the frustration, right? And, I, and, and I'm guilty, I guess, of far too often putting that out in public. Oh, the listener doesn't need to hear your business problems. Not a business problem. It's, it's a recognition that I've got something awesome here. 
and more people need to experience it. That's where that comes from. And maybe maybe I need to change the terminology I use and the enthusiasm I put behind it. But all this to say, I look at things like Facebook, where I've got almost 5,000 quote-unquote friends, or I have a bunch of followers. And then I look at the Blast the Radio page itself and how many people are over there. And I think, okay, the problem I have here is I'm doing music every single day. I cannot put the music stream on Facebook. It just, it, for copyright reasons, you can't do that. Which is why being on Twitch is such a big deal, by the way. What? A social media platform that lets me put my music show on the air, uninterrupted? <laughs> can't do that on Facebook. I have a different relationship with Twitch. They made that happen. Facebook's just not set up to do that. And probably isn't inclined. Okay, so if I want to harness that, what do I do? Well, i got to shut down the music programming. And I've got to do some sort of talk show. But then I sit here and I go, well, great. But what the hell would I talk about? <laughs> and the fear of doing it on my own and be, you know, being left there just to dangle. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? Nobody calls. Nobody posts any comments. Oh, crap. <laughs> and yet here I am, 32 minutes into a rant where I haven't even solicited any input from the listener. Ah, anyway, all this to say, it would appear that Lowell is on the rebound. He's starting to complain about everyday things again. He's navigating his way through social media. Uh, I don't know when he'll be back on the air. I look forward to his return. I really, really do. I think he offers something that is so needed. Just a different perspective. Um, um, someone who's been there, done that, who is immersed in so many things that so many of us are not paying any attention to. The education uh, that we get from his show every single day is invaluable. I, I look at him and I, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's in the same, he's just a couple of years older than my own father. And I value and have always valued and will always value the experiences that my father, my mother, you know, have gone through and told us about. You know, it's history. You got to learn from that history. You got to understand it. You know, and I think a lot of, you know, we're going through this pandemic and people sit there and they scream. I mean, to compare what we are being asked to do to Nazis is so. Uh, despicable if you really think that what we're being asked to do is in any way shape or form close to what hitler and the nazis did to jewish people you need help you need to re-examine the history books
Okay, let me go there. Because this person came at me yesterday about the whole, you know, we're segregating the population. Those who are vaccinated and then we're vilifying those who are not. No. No, I'm not vilifying anybody. And I don't think anybody's vilifying anybody. If, but the world changed. The world changed. A bombshell was dropped on us. When I listen to people of my father's generation, of Lowell's generation, who were young, they were like five, six years old when World War II was going on. That's how far removed from that we are. We don't realize the sacrifices that actually had to be made in a worldwide crisis in the 40s. We don't realize what a real sacrifice is is because we're not listening to the lols we're not listening to my dad and your dad and mom they sacrificed their parents really sacrificed what are you really being asked to do i understand the fear but think of how many vaccines you've already had in your life The vaccines for COVID-19 are not new. I'm sorry, they're not. And maybe it's all in the marketing. Maybe it's all in the language that the media uses. That it seems like this new thing. You've heard of, and and I even got into a, I didn't even get into it because it wasn't worth it, but I, I, I was part of a conversation where Somebody said, you know, something about this vaccine, you know, that it was, oh, well, you know, somebody, somebody said that this vaccine, you know, it, it, it was around for SARS. Well, this isn't SARS. This is COVID-19. <sighs> Brilliant comment, right? From someone who clearly has a degree in science, a master's, obviously. SARS, FYI, was, is, a coronavirus. It is. Now, what we're dealing with now is is a distant cousin of that. But just like the flu vaccine, the flu mutates every single year. The vaccine changes to keep up with it. The scientists know how this all fits together. I can't begin to explain it. Hell, I failed grade 9 science three times. Then I failed grade 9 science, or grade 10 science, pardon me, at least twice. Had to take it in summer school. Flunked it in summer. If you can't pass it in summer school. Well, I didn't. So I'm not a science-minded person by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just not. But I do know enough to listen to the people who do understand that. 
They were much better students than me. They Academically, oh my God. They are leaps and bounds ahead of me. And you got to respect that. Just, just like you respect an athlete who is so good, they earn a $58.5 million contract. If you're that good, you earn the respect. Well, then yes, I know. If I go to Google and I look for a scientist who doesn't agree with all the findings of COVID-19 vaccines, I will find one. Google and the Internet are an echo chamber. Whatever I go looking for, I will find. If I want to believe that there are aliens with pink skin who look like elephants, I will find something on the internet that will say, yes, indeed, you are correct. That does exist. The vaccine has been around for a long time. We haven't heard about it because it hasn't been a pandemic. The vaccines zigzag. Oh, well, it wasn't. I'm not taking something that's not FDA approved. That's an argument I hear here you know, a lot. It wasn't FDA approved. Okay, let's take a step back for a second. What country do you live in? Oh, Canada. Right. Okay. Um, what authority does the FDA have here in Canada? Aren't they the big drug authority? No. No. That's Health Canada. In Canada, that's Health Canada. Now, yes, I understand the United States is this gargantuan country down there, and the FDA, look, it's worth, it's worth noting. But it's not the be-all, end-all. They are not the only authority on the subject. They don't decide what happens for the world. They look after Americans. They don't give a rat's ass about anything in Canada. Who cares? Who cares what's approved? Look, we're allowed to use marijuana in Canada. That doesn't impact the U.S. You think Americans are sitting there going, uh, I'm not going to use some. It's, 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 come on. Focus. <laughs> Focus. Ah. Uh, here's 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 how I feel about the whole idea of we're being segregated and, you know, you either have the vaccine and you can go to concerts and restaurants or you're being vilified and 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 shoved to the outside. <clears throat> And it's violating my rights. Oh, God, you and your rights. Um, before you come at me with, it's violating my rights, by the way, if you could do me a favor, if you could, since you're so good at Googling things, okay, if you could look up uh, Canada's Charter of Rights and Freedoms. It's a one-page document, by the way. If you, if you could kindly Google that and show me where on that document it says a vaccine is violating your rights. Look, nobody's forcing you to take this. Nobody. Oh, I'm being coerced. I have to keep my job. In order to keep my job, I have to do this thing I don't want to do. Well, how many things are you being asked to do at your job 
that ordinarily you don't want to do, but you got to suck it up, buttercup, because you need the paycheck. And things zig and zag in the world of business all the time. I mean, I, the changes, the, okay, my own career, I started, it was owned by Chum. And they had their policies and their ways of doing things. And then it became, you know, then we were purchased by CTV Globe Media. And they had their own policies. And guess what? The rules and requirements and the things we were being asked to do and, and the objectives, they changed. Different corporate ideology. Then it changed again when Bell Media took it over. And there were, listen, there were things that I was asked to do that I didn't agree with. And I chose not to do. And I paid the price for that. Anybody who is going to not get on board with what they're being asked to do, there's a consequence for that. You're not, you don't have a right, you don't have a right to a job, by the way. You do not have a right to a job. You just don't. If you had a right to a job, we wouldn't have unemployed people. You have a right to seek employment and may the best person win. Your job isn't guaranteed. You don't have a right to it. Hell, I received at least three emails last night, different website uh, hosts, email hosts, um, you know, this, that, the other thing on the Internet, um, and their terms and conditions have changed again. Just sending you an email to let you know that our terms and conditions have changed. Well, the terms and conditions of your employment change, too. And in some cases, the terms and conditions now are we require our employees to be vaccinated. In the, in the case of the hospital, take yourself out of the equation for a moment. You're, let's imagine that your job now, you are the head of the hospital. You're in charge. Or you're in charge. You own the business. You're the owner. Okay. Somebody on your watch, somebody in the hospital that you, and again, make believe with me here, somebody in the hospital that you own comes in contact with COVID. They die on your watch. Okay. The family of the deceased feels that you didn't do everything in your power to protect that life. They decide to sue you for wrongful death. Any lawyer, any lawyer, and I'm not even a lawyer, but I know this to be true. Any lawyer, and I've seen enough of it on TV and I've been in courtrooms and I've certainly, you know, had my own conversations with lawyers. This is also logic, by the way. I know. You can't, you can't get logic on Google. FYI. But any lawyer is going to look at that and go, okay. Is there any possibility that one of your employees didn't do everything in their power 
to ensure that this COVID-19 virus wasn't around my client's now deceased family member. Well, yeah, no, we, we never put a policy in place ensuring that everybody was vaccinated. Oh, oh, so you're saying that you could have put a policy in place to ensure the safety of others, but you chose not to. That's correct. I mean, that's a slam dunk for any lawyer. Come on. Come on. If you're a concert promoter, of course. Of course you need to make sure that you're doing everything you can to limit your liabilities. Restaurants, etc., etc., etc. Never mind, I mean, never mind the legal side of it. It's, it's just, this is what the majority of the people, not just in this country, but on this planet, have decided is the course of action that we're taking. Like it or not, you're part of a numbers game right now. Majority rules. Nobody is taking away. You, you still have a right to go to a concert, if you call it that. You still have a right to go to a movie theater. You still have a right to go to a restaurant. The conditions have changed. The terms and conditions. And by the way, look at the back of the last concert ticket you ever had. Look at the back of a football ticket, hockey ticket. There are terms and conditions. You can't bring a camera in. You can't film. Um, you can't bring laser pointers. There were terms and conditions. It's not violating your rights. It's a statement. It's a contract between them and between you. We are giving you this ticket on the condition that you don't do this, 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 and this. Agreed? Agreed. Great. Here's your ticket. What we're being asked to do as far as the vaccine is concerned Okay, am I violating your rights if I say to you, we're not going to allow you to eat a peanut butter sandwich in the school cafeteria because there are people in that same cafeteria who have a nut allergy and could become very sick or even die if they come in contact with nuts. Am I really violating your rights by asking you not to come in to the school with peanut butter? No, I'm not. I'm asking you to make a small sacrifice for the betterment of all of us. That's... That's what we're being asked to do. A small sacrifice. Just, can we get through this thing? It's, I, and I know. I'm not, if you are convinced that this thing is poison or that it turns your bloodstream into a Wi-Fi signal, um... Or whatever. I'm not likely to change your mind. I understand that. 
and I respect it. You've 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 made up your mind. I'm not going to convince you otherwise. But I hope you would at least consider that. You know, the peanut butter analogy is probably the best one I've come up with so far. It's not a violation of your rights. It's an ask. It's an ask. Hey, thanks for letting me say this about that. Again, catch me weekday mornings, 9 a.m. on BlastTheRadio.com and co-hosting with the legendary Lowell Green weekdays at 2. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to the Milkman Show podcast.